couch was a horrible idea. Not for go. Oh, oh. Oh, get it, Queen. Thank you so much. I'll be here every month. <laughs> Try the veal. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey. Hey. Happy Pride, y'all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? I know it's not June for you guys, but it's June when we're recording this. So happy Pride. Everything's great. Let's talk about what we did this month. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Tiffany, do you want to start us off? Because I know you're excited and you have done probably the most out of everyone. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do anything. Uh, except for except- exist. <laughs> yeah, I existed. Happy Pride. Um. Okay. So this month, I kind of went, I started off the month going like balls to the wall on Pride stuff. And then towards the end of the month, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy Pride and just like be me. So a couple things that we did, I looked up some LGBT podcasts to listen to. Mm -hmm. And the one that stood out the most was Making Gay History. Now, if you listen to our bonus episode that came out for pride uh we just dis- i discussed a podcast a few times and i was like i'm not gonna tell you what it was it was making gay history <laughs> <laughs> such a good show so the first season focuses on pre stonewall lgbt um movement it talks about the mattachine society daughters of Belitis, um and it's this guy who in the 80s and 90s, went out and interviewed these people, and it's all of his, like, audio recordings. Oh, cool. So you're actually hearing the people tell their own story. It's so cool. And then um, as you go along, it transitioned into Stonewall, and then after Stonewall, and then stepping outside of the United States. It's really cool, and every episode is audio. There's so many people out there. Because it's a podcast (laughs) i meant audio from like the people that you're learning about it's their actual voices historical recordings yeah there's so many people out there that are like you know what we're gonna start a podcast and we're actually gonna make a difference and then there's there's us us. (laughs) you know what who's like cats death dicks aliens Woo! (laughs) (laughs) it's our new tagline Hello and welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. Cats, dicks, death, and aliens. Woo! I mean, I'm here for it. Strangeness is a spectrum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But this show is amazing. And I binged all eight seasons in a week. What is it called? Making Gay History. Making Gay History. I was just going to say gay history. I mean, I'm sure if you looked up gay history in your podcatcher, you would find it. So um, that show was amazing, and that was a large portion. Like, I learned so much. You guys, I know this may sound stupid, but I didn't know it was illegal to be gay before, like, in the 1960s and before. 
I didn't. I thought it was just frowned upon. Nope. How fucking ridiculous is that? Do you know how many people got arrested for dressing in men's clothing? A lot. You know. Yeah, I would have been burned as a witch immediately. Right? Because men's flannels, I don't know what they do differently. They're just better. Dude, majority of like middle school, I wore men's cargo shorts. I mean, they're cozy. All the pockets. All you the search me, I dare you. You could put sandwiches in there. Oh, I guess. Yes. <laughs> sandwiches after I partook in the other things that I hid in my cargo shorts. <laughs> They're full of mysteries. They're full of <laughs> mysteries and magic. The elusive and sexy cargo shorts. Ooh. Hey, I was wearing cargo shorts when we got asked to go to the All-American Rejects van at Warp Tour. So obviously my cargo shorts were doing something for somebody. I thought you were about to say I wore cargo shorts before they were cool and like, spoiler, they, they never were. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wore them when we got asked to go to the um, All-American Rejects van. Is there an echo in here? And our brains weren't working. And instead we were like, no, just stop and take a picture with us. Thanks. So, yeah, when I look back on my life and things I regret, I'm not blaming you, Ashley, but um, <laughs> it was the cargo shorts. Anyway, there is so much room. You place your brain in there and temporarily my lost brain wasn't. No, if my brain was in my pants, I would have been going to the All-American Rejects van. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Y'all are different. <laughs> so another thing we did this month was obviously the Pride bonus episode and the research into that. Rebecca and I had a moment that I wrote down here. We did a textual tension episode with Rachel from Textual Tension, obviously. Ever heard of it? Amazing (laughs) show. Margie was out, so we stepped in and we recorded a Pride episode. And it was awesome. So much fun. Rebecca, did you enjoy yourself? I enjoyed myself. Myself? I enjoyed very much. It was fun. It was. It was a book that had <laughs> great lesbian sex for me and science you for should, Rebecca. You should write their copy for them. It was a book, book with sex. With sex for me? Uh-huh. But it also had science for Rebecca. Wow. The um, science behind sex? No. That's called biology. Which Anatomy. Is still science and biology. No, it was uh, celestial mechanics. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I said, too. But I was in a depressive funk and did not join. I mean, to each their own. I got my episode published early and did join. Kudos. <laughs> Some of us are thriving this month. Others, not so much. Another thing I did was I outed myself on Facebook for the first time, which was something I hadn't realized I hadn't done before. Until I posted something about Pride and a good friend of mine from middle school and high school posted, I say good friend, I haven't talked to him since high school, but you know those friends that you see and you're like, I love you. Mm -hmm. And I would gladly strike up a friendship with you again, like the moment we saw each other and it would be like nothing happened. He commented on there that was like, you've always been a great ally. And I was like, well, I'm more than an ally, dear. Hashtag pan pride. And I was like, (laughs) sorry. I've seen you accidentally make mistakes on social media. So, and, and not that it's a mistake, but imagine you posting that, <laughs> taking five minutes to realize what to happen, and then yeeting your phone across the room. 
<laughs> right? Well, so I replied to a comment on a post and I was like, nobody's really going to see that. And the next thing I know, I've got like 12 likes to that comment. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, great. <laughs> but I'm bad and everyone likes it. Huzzah! Exactly. 12 people like it. <laughs> I mean. That's enough for Tiffany's ego. It really is. Because like one of my um, profile uh, cover photos was pride or pan colors it was a halloween one because it was like spooky but pan and nobody really noticed so this was like the first time i had ever said anything about being pan on the uh i was gonna say on the show <laughs> on the, on the public internet literally everybody went Duh. that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> so i consider my facebook outing part of my pride month there weren't i was sorely disappointed in the lack of pride events going on yeah I couldn't tell if it was because it's still like... Yes, it is. Okay. It is. Our parade is in October. Yes, our parade is in October, and there's a reason it was moved to October. It's always it's called Global no. Pandemic? No, it used to be in June. It moved to October, I want to say in the early 2000s. Okay, until June, uh, or until 2008, it was held in June. In 2008, large events were banned from Piedmont park due to drought conditions so the pride parade was moved to october in his state boom yeah there was a very scarce amount of pride events going on this month which i was really bummed out about um i was hoping to like maybe be able to take adeline to like drag queen story time or something because the one time they had it here i wasn't able to go and i was really sad about it but there was really nothing. I signed up to do a couple online Pride events, but as they drew closer and I was getting reminder emails, it was things like, um, so you're an ally and you want to understand how the community works. I'm like, well, I kind of understand it. I mean, I could listen in and see, but I, I feel like I get past I get like it. the base knowledge. Yeah. So there weren't any events we could go that I could go to around here. But I did casually mention at work, which I started a new job last month. So I did kind of casually mention at work, we were listening to the local morning show and they mentioned something about um, a couple and the husband told the wife like, hey, um, I think I'm bisexual. And the wife was like, oh, well, shit, how do I, what do I do with this information? And she ended up, like, starting some kind of um, group for... She found a Facebook group and then realized there wasn't a whole lot of knowledge out there. And there's a term for it when you have a straight partner who is with an LGBTQ partner. And she was trying to start a group okay. for those kind of relationships. Got it. For people who are in what they believe to be a heterosexual heterosexual relationship and then later down the line find out that one of them is yeah part of the lgbtq community but yeah i heard that same yeah segment so it came up at work when we were listening to it because we listen to that show every morning it's just like on in the office and they were like man i don't know how i'd feel about that blah blah, blah. and i was like they said something about like what are you gonna do if like you're getting it with your man and he's thinking about men and i was like okay listen I'm just going to like pop in real quick as somebody who is into everything. I can tell you when I'm with my husband, I'm thinking about my husband. It's like if you were with, 
your partner, are you thinking about like other people? Because if you are, then maybe that's a problem. Well, well not, not necessarily, necessarily a problem, but like maybe that is the case. But like for me, yes, I'm into men, women, neither, both. But when I'm with my husband, it's my husband. So it all depends on the person. And one of the people in the room goes, I don't know, man, I'm thinking about Denzel and I'm thinking about, <laughs> I was like, okay, so maybe in that case, yes. Well, yeah, but, it would be no different than fantasizing about somebody and yeah. either role playing or not role playing. And, you know, those things slip into your head from time to time. Yeah. So like I was able to like not only come out to them it just kind of came naturally and I was able to like talk about like from my perspective, what it'd be like and from their perspective. And it just kind of like, after that was done, it was over. We didn't really talk about anything else pertaining to that. And like now they know, but it's not a big deal and it was exciting. And, um, that was the first time I've ever like outed myself at a workplace. So it was fun. Kudos. Uh-huh. Also, I wore rainbow earrings a lot and a pride fanny pack, so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So you were su- super subtle about it. I was super subtle in, pu- in public. So. New hired queer person here. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for having me here. It's great. Yeah, but like this was, this was the first pride since I've told my parents, and it's freeing. Like I've enjoyed pride before. Like when we went to New Orleans. Had a good time. We know, but <laughs> this we was, all did. Yeah, this was the first pride I could be like. I know it's going to sound weird, but this was the first pride where I actually felt like a member of the community. That's fair. And, and I don't know. It's so weird because I found myself thinking a couple of times, like I would be listening to things, and it was like, as a member of the LGBTQ community, blah blah blah, and I'm like, oh shit. I guess I am part of that community, but I d- I've never felt at odd at odds with my sexuality. So I feel like sometimes I got like I didn't have a hard time with my sexuality. So I'm like, should I even be considered in this community? Because I know that they go through a lot and there's a lot of um like prejudice and unacceptance and all. But I've had a really easy time with mine. But I am a member of that community, and my experience is mine, so it's mm-hmm. fine. But I did, I did find myself thinking, like, am I a member of this community? Because I've, I've had an easy time of it. You're still a member. I know, but it's. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's hard, especially because before we were out, we were there as what we referred to as allies yeah. and we were there to support the people and especially like the young people in our area that have struggled and have been kicked out of their homes and you know have had these tragic events happen because of their sexuality or gender and I get what you're saying yeah. because seeing those cases it makes you feel not less than it's it's imposter syndrome yes you're like but wait I thought this was supposed to be I don't want to say hard no, but I, I get it. Yeah. You think, like, you see the experience that's put out there in television and you know that these people go, like, there are people who go through really hard times with it, but you and I have had a relatively easy time coming out, <laughs> I guess I should say. I mean, mine was just based on the fact that nobody was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Like, I brought it up to people and they're like, y- yes, and granted, uh-huh. 
we kind of stick to our own bubble too. Yeah. So, you know, we're kind of around the people that knew before we probably actually had a label for it. Yeah. And like I said, nobody was shocked when I came out to my mom. She asked me how long I was in a lesbian relationship in high school with someone. So I was like, I wasn't. Wish I was. But I was. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Another thing real quick. I feel like I'm monopolizing. I know we're going to move on. But um, another thing is I've seen a bunch of things where it's like bi versus pan versus demi. And I don't know what everybody prefers i prefer pan because it's all encompassing mm-hmm. but i know that some people are like well it's just bi i'm like well it's not it's Mm-mm. okay cool i don't see it as just bi i so bi is two or more pan is gender doesn't matter mm-hmm. demi is you only have sexual attraction if you have an emotional attachment to, to someone got it and since tiffany has an emotional attraction to everyone <laughs> <laughs> the only ones that i have gotten mixed up as pansexual and omnisexual what is omni Uh, that's i don't know (laughs) because omni from my understanding is interested in all like gender doesn't play a role in who you're attracted to so involving related to or characterized by a diverse sexual propensity okay so those who identify as pansexual feel attraction to people without noticing their gender while omnisexual people recognize the gender of potential partners. Uh, pansexual are gender blind, while omnisexual are not. Well, I guess that would make me omnisexual. Because I see it. It doesn't matter don't to care. me. Yeah. If I think you're a decent person and you're attractive, I think you're a good person and attractive. <laughs> so, yeah. So, cool. that's the only one that I've ever kind of been like, pan, um, mm, I don't care. My <laughs> sexual orientation is Yes. <laughs> we know skittles <laughs> tiffany is skittles yes she wants to taste the rainbow oh my god <laughs> i mean so that is uh that was my month and it was fun it was exciting and happy pride bitches happy pride i'd like to go next i didn't really do anything specific for pride I mean, I feel like because we were doing Pride for this, I, well, there was a lot more in my life than normally would have been. I don't know. Because it was Pride Month, and we were covering Prides like on our Discord and Sage and Tales channel. We had a bunch of people sharing stuff. You and I were having a lot of conversations. Tiffany and I were. But like you said, there wasn't a whole lot. Like My plan was to, like you said, go out and do events and support things, and I wanted to volunteer at events and... I wanted to get out there, and the pandemic was like, no, nah, girl, you're just going to be gay at home. <laughs> Pride 2021. Be gay at home. Be gay at home. Fair enough. So, I mean, I've tried to be much more open about the fact that I am part of the LGBTQ community. And I still kind of struggle with the term because I've only ever quote-unquote been with a cisgender male and a cisgender female mm-hmm. but like i can find anyone attractive but that's a whole nother wormhole to dive down so i still struggle with a label so i'm queer yeah <laughs> and <laughs> i feel like pansexual is probably the defining term for me but anyway 
So I've tried to be more open about that and like outward about that. Like I had a conversation with a guy at work and it just kind of started and then like, and by the end I was like, so I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I gathered that. I was like, okay. Just making it, making sure it was clear. (laughs) It was just one of those. We started talking and we were comfortable we started talking about when I was in the GSA in high school. We started talking about the Trevor Project and all of this other stuff. And then just like all came out. And he was like, just kind of looked at me and did the like, uh-huh face. And I was like, um, so I'm gay. <laughs> he was like, yes. He was yes, like, I gathered duh. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Back to our conversation. But yeah, I just, this year just made it hard. And I'm really proud of you for doing your research. And Well, thanks finding all of the cool things it was fascinating very rage inducing yes learning about the history i started to research because we were doing it for our bonus episode i was like that can be kind of like bonus and sage and tales like i'll start looking into it a little bit more and i know that you can't look away from things just because they're sad but i'm like this is supposed to be like pride month this is supposed to be the time that we celebrate the leaps and bounds that have been made and I started listening to stories and then, of course, there's news articles about horrible things happening to people. And I just, it made it real tough to look into it because everything I came across, I did come read a lot of like happy coming out stories and these people that had these like joyous occasions and like finally being in their queer relationships and like, yay, I'm so happy for you. But then there's also a lot of dark stuff and it made it difficult. There really is. And the way I approached it listening to the podcast that I listen to and listening to the history of it. Yes, this is pride month and it's supposed to be happy and it's supposed to be cheerful, but listening to those dark stories and hearing where things came from, I understand more why there's a month dedicated to it because I learned a lot. Like beforehand, I was like, I knew it was hard. What, of course it's going to be hard. I mean, it's hard in 2021. Because it's 2021 now. Sorry. It's hard <laughs> in 2021. Yeah, it's hard in 2021. Of course it was hard beforehand. But shit. Yeah. So I have a greater appreciation for where the LGBTQ community is. But there's still a long way to go. Absolutely there is. So, so do your research, kids. Yes. Follow yeah. Tiffany's. Tiffany's footsteps this month. Oh shit! Never tell people to follow my footsteps. That's a <laughs> as terrible she, idea. As she like fans herself and fluffs her hair because she's proud of her. Don't know. Oh, Don't no. do that. Hello, me. Don't Not do that. Me. I can never. I do declare. Oh, I do declare. She does <laughs> <laughs> often. Rebecca, how was your Pride Month? I existed. <laughs> Happy, Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Be gay at home. Because I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ace. <laughs> Yes. Which stands for asexual. <laughs> yes. And if you'd listen to our Pride bonus episode, Ashley briefly covered that. But Rebecca, what is asexual? It means I don't have sexual attraction to other people. Excellent. So I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, oh, I'm aware. We've had conversations where I'm just like, what? And you're just like, look. And I'm like, ah, what? And you're like, at person. I'm like, okay. Is person. Uh-huh. Human what you like, good job human and then you go and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> that is an accurate representation of our conversation yeah it's a lot of misunderstanding of each other uh-huh but rebecca's yeah. like are you sure that's a human 
looks sus to me. <laughs> it's and cute. Tiffany's like, is pretty human. It's cute, but looks photoshopped. Um, <laughs> Photoshop can still be sexy. So yeah, I'm Ace. <laughs> is that the first time you've like said that on the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Hey, kudos. This podcast, yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mentioned on something we recorded for textual tension yeah yes with textual tension we mentioned it and that was cool because we had like pan by and ace yeah so we had a nice little representation going on nice there. little spectrum right Yay. um but yeah i don't experience sexual attraction i'm not 100 percent sure i even experience romantic ac- attraction All so right. clarification a lot of people experience romantic attraction and sexual attraction in the same manner as mm-hmm. in if you're identified as straight you are sexually or romantically attracted to people of the opposite gender you can also be attracted to one gender or multiple genders but then sexually attracted to different people which is how you get for example panromantic aces people who aren't sexually attracted to people but would romantically want to be in a relationship with someone got it oh. So, which is why I know for 100%, both of y'all are at least panromantic. Because, <laughs> dear God. <laughs> uh, yes. I concur. Yeah. And it's a, um, so it's a newer model. Don't quote me because I didn't dive into the history. But I feel like it helps explain a lot of what people feel about what they're attracted to. Just because when you think of sexual attraction and romantic attraction, there's not a lot. People don't differentiate between those. They think they're right. one and the same. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, I think, experience them differently. Fair. Or at least they might overlap a little bit. Yeah. But I feel like there is a difference or it it overlaps. No, I could I could see that. No, it's definitely like the, uh, what is that, a Venn diagram? Yeah. Yes. Where you have the circles. Because, yeah, I could definitely see that. But, like, I also, I couldn't be sexually attracted to someone without also being romantically like I can fawn over somebody and be like oh my god they're so hot but like if I was to really truly be sexually attracted to someone I would have to be emotionally emotionally attracted as well like there it has to be like some I've never been like a one night stand kind of girl or somebody that just like slept with somebody just to sleep with somebody just because that's not my jam like there has to be some sort of connection there before there's actually like physical intimacy yeah like i can definitely be like holy you are an attractive (laughs) human being but like before there would ever actually be any type of sexual encounter there there does have to be some sort of repertoire yeah and that might make you demisexual Okay. Okay. So, clarification. Clarification. Needed. Asexuality. So, asexuality is when you don't experience sexual attraction at okay. all. Okay. Uh, demisexuality is when you only experience sexual attraction after you've developed an emotional bond with them. And but see, like I can find things sexually attractive. Mm-hmm. Like I can look at Dean over my shoulder Dean and Winchester. be like, "Oh my god, the things I would do to you." But first, we're going to have to talk for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where it gets fun. Because, like, there's different ways a um, people who are ace can ex- not experience sexual attraction. Because, like, that's a definition of it, right? We don't experience sexual attraction. Right. There's different ways we can handle that. There's some aces who are sex repulsed, who have no interest, don't find the idea appealing, don't want to talk about it. There's sex fa- favorable w- where... 
they personally don't want it, but they are open, open to, to it. it. And then there's all sorts of in between where they personally don't want to see themselves in it, but are okay with reading it and viewing it. And then, you know, opposite what they're okay in participating, but they don't want to see it. So it just right. depends on the person. Fair enough. Yeah, it's just a spectrum. It's just one big spectrum. And just like yeah. appreciate that people are pretty, whether you want to have sex with them or not. And like, just be nice to people and be gay and stay home or whatever I said. I think it's be gay and stay home. Yeah. Except for don't come out because I want to see you. Yeah. So do come out. Come out I'm on your porch. Yes. Come out on your porch and I'll do like a reverse parade. Oh, I'm into that. No, sexuality is definitely a spectrum and it is uh it's fun to me to discuss it with somebody who's on the opposite end of the spectrum as I mm-hmm. because I'm so confused by it as you are confused by me. Yep. But it's nice to see that in between. And we've got friends all along the spectrum in between us. Mm -hmm. So we can discuss and I can try and get a glimpse into it. And I just, I don't understand it, but I respect it. And I think that's Mm -hmm. important. That if you don't understand somebody's sexuality, cool. They're not trying to get on you. I don't care what you do behind closed doors. Yeah, like it's their sexuality. Or don't do behind. I I mean, you sleep behind closed doors. That's cool. I, can't. I also I have enjoy cats. sleep. I pick at my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there is there a sexuality that just wants to like eat cats from the house at night because it's called being a cat owner. <laughs> Jesus, I am so my cats are the chillest little fuckers ever. I love them. But yeah, sexuality. It's fun. It's different for everybody. No two people experience it the same way. So just be respectful. Do you guys like to talk about things not to say to an ace person? <gasps> yes, yes, please. Because, like, that's a fun topic, right? Because in my experience, everyone feels tingly for other people. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I met very few people. Granted, I have a very small friend group. But, like, I've fe- felt I've met very few people like me who are just like, okay, they're pretty. What? What? What, what do what, you what, do with what? that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Aesthetically, I can see the appeal. Yeah, like, th- like I can appreciate that Chris Hemsworth is an attractive human. Do I want to do anything about it? No. no. <laughs> I do. I was about to say, and therein lies the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing not to say to an ace person is you just haven't met the right person yet. Oh. Boo. Don't, I mean, any, the, the, yeah. I think most of these things are going to apply to most queer people that you just shouldn't make assumptions about their sex life yeah. in any way, shape, or form. You haven't met the right person yet. Not the point. Right. I don't need to be in a relationship to be fulfilled. No. Yeah. Uh, that is something I actually like admire about you because I don't think I could feel fulfilled without being in a relationship. Hence why I'm a serial monogamist. I jump from one relationship to another. And then I met my husband and like that one's going to stick around because he's stuck with me. Continue. <laughs> stick around. Y'all miss the little like elbow fist. <laughs> what would you call that? Fist a bump? high yuck. It's not a fist bump. A high yuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know how to explain that in audio format. What you guys are doing with your arms. That's <laughs> fine. What else should we not say to you? Um, not us. I'm hoping. Sorry, I'm trying to think of all the things that I've come across. So what I'm talking about is not an all-inclusive list. Uh, good rule of thumb is just don't be intrusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just met someone, don't talk about their sex lives. Yeah. None yeah. Fair. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, 
when, who was it? I don't remember. So we've talked about it on the show before. I struggle with infertility. It sucks. And when Bug was like three, four, who was it? Somebody at work kept asking me about when we were going to have another baby. And they were just like, so are you guys trying? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And I was like, I don't know. So and so, how often do you and your husband have sex? <laughs> like, fair. What? Yeah. <laughs> Very fair. That's, you can't. Like, that's basically what you're doing is asking me if I'm having unprotected sex currently. Yeah. And that's bonkers to me. Maybe I'm just hyper aware of it because I don't see it. But like questions like that, like. That's incredibly intrusive, yeah. guys. Why do you care how often someone boinks their significant other? And why do you care what gender or not gender their significant other do, is? Like, do you want to up. be texted? Like when right? Tiffany tells me she poops? <laughs> I mean, if let me add it Open in. messages. We have achieved penetration. Oh, God. <laughs> Open message. Mortal combat. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Okay, so going back to things you shouldn't say to ace people. <laughs> that whole conversation? <laughs> well, yeah, that, depending on whether I, no, just don't have that conversation with people you don't know, please. Yeah. Um, Hello, but, internet. <laughs> also, don't ask if we've seen a doctor. What? what? Yeah, people will ask that. They're like, have you seen a doctor? Because they mistakenly assume that not having sexual like attraction sex drive. means you have a low libido, which is not the case. Because there are many ace people who do masturbate and do fulfill that. Right. They just don't have the need to have someone else do that for them. Those are two different things. Wow. Have don't... you seen a doctor? Yeah. Well, whether, even if you did, even if that was for someone, See. the case is that they had a low libido. If they're cool with it, yeah. See, that's let the, them do it. That's the thing. If it bothered them that they had a low libido, then they, they would have asked about help. it. Yeah, they would have seeked help. You know how many women know that birth control lowers our libido? It's all of us. Yeah, we know. Uh huh. We're fine with it because we're also fine with not getting pregnant. Boom. You know yeah. what else lowers the libido? A baby. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. So yeah, don't ask us if we've seen a doctor. Follow up to that. Don't ask if there's something mentally wrong with us. Because there's not. Wow. Do I have to start punching people? People haven't asked you directly this stuff, right? Uh, yeah. <gasps> Rebecca. I'm going to need name. I mean, not to like say that you're more important than anyone else that's ever been asked these questions. But in my head, you kind of are. So I need a list. Don't I ask us what's wrong with us. No. No, I don't understand why what somebody else is either attracted to or not attracted to or wants to do things to or doesn't how does that affect you living your life well let's flip it around how do you know you're hetero right how do you know you haven't tried you haven't tried not trying right how do you know have you been to a doctor because that's what i was told to be have you talked to them mm-hmm do you have too much sex drive? Right. Have you just you... haven't had the right, the right well, your man partner yet. Yeah. Right. You haven't met the right, the right lady. Insert gender here. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. So yeah, basically this all boils down to, unless you're actively dating someone or in communication with someone with the intent of dating them, don't ask them these questions. Right. Like, because, like, it all boils down to having uh, open, honest communication. Yes. Yeah. And on the flip side, part of open, honest communication is sometimes knowing 
I've known this person for all of three minutes. I should not ask what they do in bed. No. Yeah, that's that's fair. No, you don't need to know what they do in bed. You don't need to know what's under the clothes they're wearing. No. Like, there's a reason that things are called private. Yeah. Because you have no need to know any of that information. Agreed. Yep. That drives me so You good, Ash? Yep. (laughs) You're not, but okay. It's just aggravating, but... You know, say lovey. All that to say happy pride and we love you and we happy accept pride. you. Happy pride. Uh, yeah. And I don't uh, give a f- I'm probably intrigued. So if you want to talk to somebody about it, I'm curious. Join so- us on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Actually, I'm not. I'm Pan. <laughs> Pan no. curious? Did, did that fall flat? You just want the entire cheese platter. We get it. <laughs> Well, I was just saying some people are like, oh, you're not gay. You're just curious. No, I'm not curious. I'm okay. Kidding. But like going back to the, how do you know you're hetero? Right. Hetero? <laughs> <laughs> head rolls. I'm going to make some hetero head right. rolls. <laughs> how do you know you're hetero? Again, it's a spectrum. Uh-huh. Some Absolutely. people it's all. Some people it's nothing. For some people, it's a grab bag in between. Yep. And it doesn't fucking matter you're beautiful and i probably would tell you that to your face absolutely she would yep so yeah go team i would ask if you had cats (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca's like uh speaking of cats speaking of cats titan's like i'm right here uh rebecca would be like do you have cat do you want to play switch yes let's be yeah. friends if the fact that learning i'm ace makes anything about our show make sense right <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Ta-da. meets new person how many feathers do you have in hyrule how many is it feather what, do you what are you talking about know. there Did are no feathers in hyrule candles? no that's a different game oh, oh candles that's what candles I was is in the sky there are no feathers in hyrule <laughs> Okay, well, whatever. We're learning. Do you have feathers in Hyrule? Well, you shouldn't. Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. I love. Don't how, ask like, somebody about their feathers in Hyrule, Tiffany. Jeez. I love how like you try to like relate and like it just com- <laughs> just sounded like my mom. I was about to say, mom's here. Hi, <laughs> honey. How many feathers did you get? How, in how was that block game? <laughs> Minecraft, mom. Are you talking about Minecraft? It's such a, you did so well with your blocks. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of that house you showed me against my will for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, yes. Uh, and on that note, what are we doing in July? Bayaches? Bays, niches. Did we decide on what we're doing in July? I should not have had Panda Express. My fingers are very swollen. What? Pan? Oh, sodium. Duh, Express? Sodium. <laughs> No, just Panda Express. Look at that. Them. At that tier month of strange, you had Panda Express. I shouldn't have put my rings back on. Oh, it hurts. Uh, July. We're doing motivation. Motivation. What is it? Motivation. motivation. Ippiation. I have no freaking what? clue what you're talking There's about. A song and I'll sing it next month. If I remember and I probably won't. So motivation to get off your ass motivation to finish a project motivation to call somebody that you've been putting off calling whatever you need motivation in life on try and give yourself that extra little push this month um we are all going to be doing that and i have some ideas in mind for what i'm going to be doing and i'm dreading it but it'll be fun (laughs) (laughs) so 
get off your ass and do stuff. Do but it. Stay home. And be gay while you do it. <laughs> so I hope y'all enjoyed this pancake episode. Pancake? <laughs> pancake with so ace for, sprinkles. So uh, No, the, ca- the cake part the was cake the eighth part, par- ace part ace. because pan is pansexual and cake is because cake is better than sex. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's how cake became like the symbol for aces is it's would you prefer cake or sex? Depends on the day. Cake. <laughs> okay. Unless you're Dean Winchester offering me the cake, I'm going to take the cake over the sex. But the- I was about to say, well, it depends on the cake and it depends on the day. But there are many a day where I'm like, Joke. I'm taking cake in a bubble bath. Point. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We're, we're distracted. I was looking at Dean Winchester. I got excited about cake. <laughs> I have cookie cake downstairs. Good God. We got to do it. Wait. Do you not know? I made it for Matthew, but if he's eaten the rest of it, I'm going to be mad. (laughs) Okay. Friends, we love you. You're beautiful. You're valid. You're valid. And we'll see you next month. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.